Welcome to class. My name is Jeff Pullier, and you're listening to HeroClix 201. With this show, I want to dive into details that many players, especially newer ones, may not know. This is a history lesson, where you'll learn about game elements that don't come into play very often. Today's episode was recorded on 6th May, 2019. Set Spotlight where I talk about a specific release and feature noteworthy figures from that set. Legacy was the first set of 2005 and featured characters from DC Comics. Like the previous Marvel set, Mutant Mayhem, Legacy included randomly packed bystanders, feats, and battlefield conditions. There were 84 REV figures, 12 uniques, 1 chase, and 17 LEs. GCPD's own Harvey Bullock was probably the most useful of the bystanders. For 15 points, Bullock had 6 range, single target, the police team ability, toughness, and 5, 8, 14, 2. Not great by today's standards, but LGB004 Harvey Bullock would have been a very good point filler back then. Impulse is one of my all-time favorite characters, and the rookie from this set, LG028. Impulse had 5 clicks for 47 points with no team ability or range. He had hypersonic speed and super senses his first 3 clicks and charge, combat, reflexes, and exploit weakness the last 2. He started at 12, 8, 17, 1 and ended at 10, 7, 13, 1. Impulse would later be given the keywords Central City, Future, and Young Justice. Also from Young Justice comes Connell. The experienced Superboy. Figure number LG065, Superboy was 106 points for 8 clicks with no range, flight, and the Justice League team ability. He had 2 clicks of charge and 5 of super strength. 3 clicks of invulnerability led to toughness the rest of his dial. Superboy also had close combat expert the first 5 clicks of his dial. He opened with 10-9-16-3 and finished with 7-6-12-2. His assigned keywords would be Teen and Young Justice. From young versions of heroes to evil versions, we have the veteran Superwoman, LG-048. This twisted Lois Lane from Earth-3 was 141 points for 10 clicks. She had Flight, No Range, and the Crime Syndicate team ability. She opened with 2 clicks of charge and impervious, and 5 clicks of super strength. After the super strength, she had incapacitate the rest of the dial. Superwoman had invulnerability on clicks 3 and 4, toughness on clicks 5 and 6, and willpower on clicks 7, 8, and 9. Her opening click was 10, 11, 17, 4, and her final click was 6, 7, 14, 2. She'd later be given the keywords Amazon. Crime Syndicate, and Metropolis. Continuing with the Crime Syndicate, we have the unique LG089 Ultraman. Ultraman came in at an astounding 242 points. For that, he had 10 clicks, the Crime Syndicate team ability, flight, and 8 range dual target. Ultraman had running shot on click 1 and charge on clicks 2 and 3. He had super strength on all 10 clicks. He had 3 clicks each of Impervious and Invulnerability, and then 4 of Toughness. One click of Range Combat Expert led to Close Combat Expert the rest of the dial. 
Ultraman's strong opening of 12-11-16-5 petered out to a mere 7-5-14-2. He was later given the keywords Brute and Crime Syndicate. The chase for this set, LG-097, was Steel, but this was Natasha Irons, niece of John Henry Irons. At 128 points, she had the giant-sized damage symbol, the Superman team ability, 8 range single target, and 8 clicks of life. She opened with 2 clicks of charge and super strength, and 3 clicks of invulnerability. Super strength gave way to 2 clicks of quake. After the invulnerability, she had toughness the rest of her dial. Steel had close combat expert on clicks 5 through 8. Her first click was 12-10, 16-4, and her final click showed 6-6-12-2. Steel would be given the keywords Armor, Infinity Inc., Metropolis, and Teen. Our final figure this lesson is the LE version of Reshagul, LG-214, the Demon's Head. The Demon's Head had a gray base to mark him as Batman's archenemy. He had a cost of 83 points for 7 clicks, 4 range single target, and the Batman enemy team ability. He had stealth on clicks 1 and 2, Blade's Claw's Fangs on the first 3 clicks, and Incapacitate on clicks 4 through 6. He had Willpower the first 4 clicks and Mastermind the last 3. The Demon's Head had Outwit on clicks 1, 2, 6, and 7, plus Close Combat Expert on clicks 4 and 5. His first click was 8-10-16-2, and he ended with 6-6-13-2. The Demon's Head would later be assigned the keywords Future, League of Assassins, and Past. There are keywords we all know and use, both named and generic. But what about the other, almost unknown keywords? Let's reach into the Keyword Cornucopia. Infinity Incorporated was a group of young heroes and heroines who were either the children or successors of members of the Justice Society of America. They first appeared as a team in 1983's All-Star Squadron number 25. As a keyword, Infinity Inc. has never been used on a carded figure. The most recent figure to have been given the keyword was Stripe in 2007's Origin set. A newer version of Infinity Inc. does appear in the New 52, so it's possible we'll see figures with the keyword once again. Bloodhaven is a fictional city in the DC Universe located relatively near Gotham City. Like Gotham, Bloodhaven is a hotbed of crime. Nightwing, a.k.a. Dick Grayson, became a protector of Bloodhaven after leaving Gotham City. As a keyword, Bloodhaven has been given to 13 characters. The most recent was the L.E. Nightwing from 2015. While the city was nearly leveled in Battle with Darkseid, it's still possible that we'll see figures given the Bloodhaven named keyword. It's Team Ability Time Capsule. In this segment, I'll talk about an ATA or a team ability that isn't used any longer. Task Force X was an ATA that required the Rogues or Suicide Squad keywords. It symbolized the teamwork that these two organizations could use when finding a target. It read, quote, At the beginning of the game, or when a target is KO'd and actions resolve, choose an opposing character to be the target. Characters using this team ability modify their attack value by plus one when making an attack, targeting only the target, end quote. Task Force X had a cost of four points per character to use. Now sponsoring. 
I don't have commercial sponsors, but I'm still going to promote a product or service every episode. This is a business that I like and support and think you could too. If you've noticed a recent improvement to the sound of this podcast, it's due in no small part to my starting to use the application Audacity. Audacity is a free recorder and sound editor available for Windows, Mac, and Unix machines. It's so simple that even I can use it. Audacity allows me to easily edit out mistakes, delete gaps where I didn't want them, and add the music tracks where I do want them. You can find Audacity at www.audacityteam.org or by clicking the link in the show notes. In Map Minutiae, I'm going to cover a specific map or two from the hundreds that have been produced over the years. Metropolis was a 2003 map showcasing part of Superman's adopted city. As an old-style map, it was 24 squares by 24 squares. The only terrain marked on the map were walls. Other terrain that could be inferred include blocking, elevated, hindering, and water. While also not marked on the map, the starting areas were defined by the rulebook. My opinions on what the terrain should be considered can be found in the visual companion for this episode. There were elevated areas in all four corners and enough blocking and hindering areas to keep things interesting. Battlefield conditions can help your team or hinder your enemy. Of course, that's a double-edged sword. Time to break down some BFC DNA. Bright lights and overconfidence were two of the battlefield conditions that came in the Legacy set. Bright lights was a stealth-busting battlefield condition. It read, quote, when determining lines of fire, ignore stealth and team abilities that duplicate the effects of stealth, end quote. This battlefield condition would be the bane of Batman ally characters. Pun fully intended. Overconfidence affected how combat values could be increased. The text was, quote, a character with perplex may use it only on its own combat values, end quote. While it would still be helpful to perplex up one's own attack value, it does prevent the generally preferable choice to perplex down an opposing figure's defense. What are the things you reach for when you want more than standard light and heavy objects? From cardboard objects with special abilities to 3D representations, from word balloons to light constructs, this is item inspection. Gold Kryptonite was a 3D LE object released with 2011 Superman set. It had a cost of 10 points. It was a light object with an area effect. Quote, characters within four squares can't use Exploit Weakness, Penetrating Psychic Blast, Pulse Wave, or Telekinesis. A character holding this object can't use any power except Super Strength. End quote. Under current rules, a character doesn't even require super strength to carry the gold kryptonite. While it does prevent the character carrying it from using powers, its presence also prevents some of the most effective powers in the game from being used. The Kinetic Accelerator was a cardboard element released with the Crisis set. It was an LE and a blue-ringed immobile special object. The Kinetic Accelerator could give a one-time burst of speed to a character on it. Quote, when a character occupying this square is given a move or power action, roll a d6 and replace the character's speed value with the speed value plus the result. On a result of 5 or 6, remove this object from the game after the action resolves. 
This object is not considered hindering terrain for movement purposes, end quote. Since the text states replace instead of modify, it avoids the rule of three restriction and can be used in combination with other game elements like perplex. Like many cardboard objects, the kinetic accelerator could be added to your build at no cost. For a price, you could add extra powers to your characters if they met certain qualifications. These are the featured feats. Easily one of the more complex feats, In Contact with Oracle also came with the Legacy set. It read, quote, Choose two or more characters. Oracle may not be chosen. Chosen characters are agents. As long as it is not the target of mind control, when an agent is given an action, you may choose to give one of its combat values plus one until the beginning of your turn. If Oracle is on your force, you may remove her from the battlefield at the beginning of the game and place her on this card. At the beginning of any of your turns, you may assign a power action to any agent with zero or one action tokens and turn Oracle's dial to any click. The agent given the action may use any power showing on Oracle's dial until any agent with zero or one action token is given a power action to turn Oracle's dial. If your last agent is KO'd while Oracle is on this card, Oracle is also KO'd. End quote. In a way, this feat could make an Oracle figure into a resource or a possessor. The cost of this feat was 10 points per character using it. Time for character creation, where I'll take a character that's never been clicked or should be redone and give them a new dial and card. There have been several characters with the name of Aqua Girl, and yet there hasn't been a single Aqua Girl figure, not even a bystander, in the history of Heroclix. My focus is on perhaps the most popular Aqua Girl, Tula. Tula first appeared in 1967's Aquaman number 33. Tula was an orphan raised by a royal family in Atlantis. As a teenager, she took the codename Aqua Girl and found adventures alongside Aqualad. She was even an honorary Teen Titan. She was killed in Crisis on Infinite Earths, poisoned by Chemo. My Aqua Girl is 50 points for 6 clicks with the Titan's team ability, the swim movement symbol, no range, and the Atlantis and Teen Titans keywords. Aqua Girl starts a single click of hypersonic speed that's followed with 3 clicks of charge. That charge ties in with her trait, Epic Swimmer. Quote, Aqua Girl does not have her speed when using charge if all of her movement is within water terrain. End quote. After charge, she has a special move power called Reaching Out to Sea Creatures. It reads, quote, Aqua Girl can use mind control, but subtracts two from her attack roll if the target doesn't have the swim speed symbol. End quote. She has Super Strength, her first five clicks, and Empower, her last three clicks. Aqua Girl has Toughness, her first four clicks, and then two clicks of Willpower. That's it for this time. Thank you for listening. HeroClix 201 is presented by the Podcastcadia Network. Questions or comments? Want to chime in about an upcoming topic? I welcome your feedback. Search for HeroClix 201 on Facebook, where you'll also find a visual companion to the various things I discussed this episode. You can also support the show on Patreon. 
Special thanks to HC Realms and Let'sClicks.com for being an incredible pair of sources of information and images. The theme music is Getting It Done by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. Next lesson, I'll be talking about Fantastic Forces. Until then, be good, have fun, play clicks. <laughs>